Hello, welcome to the first episode of the Sports Talk Podcast on L News. We will be doing one of these weekly, and if you don't want to listen to this and you want to just listen to the normal L Newses, these ones will be marked as Season 2 of the L News Podcast, while the normal episodes will still be marked as Season 1. So that's how you can tell the difference, and these ones will say sports talk episode whatever in front of them, just like the L News podcast episodes say um, something like L News episode whatever. And so, do you want to introduce ourselves? Yes. Okay. So Liam has introduced himself. Liam will be representing the youthful take on sports. I'm Liam's dad. I will be representing the dad take on sports. So just like Mike Tyson, I'm here to represent that old dudes like me can still still participate in sports, still have an opinion, and still can get some stuff done. So I think the first thing so that I want to cover, segment one here, is what something that grates me that young people seem to enjoy is when I used to watch college football on like Tuesday night, Wednesday night, Thursday night, when teams first started doing that, you'd get like the mid-major teams, you know, the MAC conference, no offense, Mountain West, all of those, and they would play their games on Thursday, you know, or it'd be Thursday night MACTION. And you could always tell it was like the Mountain West or the Sun Belt or something because they'd have these uniforms that were just neon colored, super snug, tailored, you know, real flashy, real shiny. Lots of real edgy colors, like the same people who would do the color designs for like, you know, MTV. And so when I see, when I'm an old guy, and when I see like an evening game, a primetime game, and it's the Seattle Seahawks wearing bright green, and they're playing against somebody or the color rush, to me, I look at the TV and I know these are the best this is the best level of football in the world. And these are some of the best athletes in the world. And it looks like mid-major. I just look at it and I think, oh, you know, this will work until some real teams come on. You know, okay, we'll watch this for a while and then we'll see, you know, because they look to me like, you know, it. that's just how it looks. So let's take the youthful approach. So what is the deal with these neon uniforms? Why look like a clown when you're a pro football team. Um, That's my hot take. Well, I think one reason there, you sound like you're like Stephen A. Smith, or he's just mm-hmm. yelling into his microphone. Yeah, for, yeah, good. Well, I, I'm I feel very passionate about unless this. he's on every morning show on ESPN now. I think Stephen A. would agree with me on this. I don't know. I think they do. I like the design of the Seahawks uniforms. I just was looking through some photos, and then here's one. Or it is like some concept ones, which I don't know. What do you think of these? I think they look like a, okay. So to describe this for the audience, they are, we've got dark blue. All right. We've got white. Like yeah, they're white. normal two jerseys. And then they're regular ones. And they've got this alternate where it's neon green and the sleeves, they have this detail on the sleeves with, where you have the, the alternate color kind of on moat. You have the, the, the very bottom of the sleeve is the neon green. Then you have the dark blue, most of the sleeve. Then it kind of comes up sort of into a St. Louis Rams imitation. Well, it's supposed shoulder. to be their, uh, their logo, like the eye. Yeah, it just on the shoulder and it looks... I don't really like it. It looks awkward. It looks like 
it looks like they wanted to again, put their logo somewhere. It's again when I was when I was young man and everything everybody when you wanted to sell stuff to teenagers you'd call it extreme and you'd put it in neon colors and it just i look at those and i think wow those are the extreme seahawks and it's crazy because again i i i have all the respect in the world for russell wilson his whole team like you don't need that is that just to sell jerseys does it actually so what a young i mean does it actually look cool to you um, You're allowed to say yes. I, li- I like the jerseys of the Seahawks. There are some NFL teams that they try to do something like that, and it doesn't look good. Like the Patriots had some red color a few years ago, oh, which awful. they it, which looked terrible. And like the the Steelers had their like bird cage one, which I don't know if they were trying to be modern or really old on that, but but it looked terrible both ways. Like if you tried to see it old, it looked bad, and if you tried to see it will look new. It looked bad. But I like the Seahawks ones because, and I think this might be the reason why they did it, is it makes them stand out a lot more. Like the Cardinals also, I think that's who they were playing. Then they also have kind of the same thing where it's a red and black thing. And so I like it, but I can see why people might not like it. And if the whole NFL was things like that, then it would get old really quickly and then, but if it was, but since it's just a couple teams, it it is not getting, it's not um, getting old that quickly. And I'm I'm looking through this, and there's another one where it's, uh, what is this? It is a, I was just like I looked up the Seahawks jerseys, and we ha- have the, um, gold edition jersey DK Metcalf. I don't think it's a real thing. I think so. It's like See, a ripoff. Well, yeah, I think you're right. I think I it looks there. it looks okay, but it's See, I think it looks pretty cool. It's a dark black well, it's black jersey with kind of a, a little bit of a, a like a a gloss to it, but not much. And then the gold lettering is pretty traditional. Yeah, I mean, that's very probably it's it's very traditional, very And I, I was looking through cuz you mentioned the um the Steelers when they had their uniforms where they were it's the one, if I'm thinking right, it's the ones where it's like, it's basically horizontal stripes, yellow and black stripes. And it looks like it's so retro. I mean, it, it looks like what I would imagine like a, um, you know, a team from the 1920s or something to use. So I, I, I think that was a whiff. I think they, the design just didn't work well, but I give them, I mean, they've got such they a They could long have made history. something like that better. Yeah, I think so. And they, I think they were trying, I think where they got stuck is like if you're gonna go super old school then do it and go old school if you're gonna do something modern and new do it lean into that i think where they got in trouble is they were trying to kind of take that really old aesthetic you know the like i don't know 1910s or whatever uh look and try to update that we do a modern show on it and to me again it just doesn't it doesn't really work. And this is I when I think of like the neons or super shiny, like when I think of a football uniform, I don't think of it as I don't think of shine as like a desirable quality to it. it again, it looks mid-major to me. But if you're the Steelers, you've got a long history to pull from. If you're the Bears, if you're Washington football team, something like that, you've got some history there that you can pull from. Um, the Seahawks, we were talking about this the, last night that the uh the seahawks i remember when they were in the afc and 
they played the Bengals in 19. Yes, and they they played the Bengals, I believe, in the in the year that the Bengals went to Super Bowl after the '88 season. Um, and they, you know, they don't have that same long history of uniforms. But getting to the Bengals, they they have good helmets, but they're like they're. Their their helmets are great. Their jerseys are average. I agree, and I agree, I agree completely. I think the helmets. If that's not your favorite NFL helmet, maybe maybe I could give you the Rams or Chargers when they have the kind of the baby blue. Those yeah. are pretty cool. You know, um, you might think of a couple others that are kind of cool looking. Maybe the Browns because they're just so ridiculously classic. Cowboys are a, a classic, but kind of, you know, that's it, if that's your thing. But I think the Bengals have the best looking, best looking helmet by far. Uh, but the jersey, again, you got to either, if you're going to go modern, go modern. If you're going to go classic, go classic. It would be silly to get a, to go all classic with a, such a cool stylized helmet. But the jerseys that the Bengals have tended to go with, and this is an issue, I, I don't know the vocabulary of the fashion, but they're trying instead of going modern this the cut of the jersey where like the sleeves come in things like that where they've got kind of the orange it almost looks like um like the orange kind of on the shoulders it just looks a little awkward then they have the 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 kind of the standard one with the black you know black base and then the outside of the sleeve is orange and the inside of the sleeve is white and it just it's a nice try the orange and black and white is such a striking color combination, but the jersey they could me, make it look good. Yes, they could. And I mean, that's one where you go lean into it. Yeah, and they should go. They should go with the orange jerseys. Like a couple years ago, they had their yeah, like their 2018 alternate jerseys were the orange ones, and they got rid of those. Those were orange with black sleeves. They should have just gone all orange, like orange jerseys orange sleeves orange everything's orange pants orange shoes and then yeah that like those look really not that good and then their current color rush is just kind of their normal away jerseys without the top colors is this the so we're looking at a picture it basically is if you took a bengal's jersey in base white and then just black the only things i see that are in and I mean black numbers, black bangle striping, kind of on the out on the shoulder, kind of where your deltoid is, and then black sleeve. But it just looks so. I mean, again, why not go? Why not go with white sleeves? Why? It's sort of odd. And the, it's what's funny is there's two things on it that jump out to me in, in the orange. One is the Bengals logo, and the other is the Nike swoosh. And I know Nike pays a lot of money for this, et cetera, et cetera, and profits handsomely, but. That to me just looks tacky. Like they're saying that that is the, it's almost like they started with that element. We're going to make an orange swoosh and then built everything else around that. Yeah. Was it the, so I'm trying to remember this may have been, this may have been towards the beginning of the color rush phenomenon, but I, do I remember right that the Bengals played the Dolphins on a color rush like a primetime game. Yes. And it looked like the TV color. It looked like our TV was broken. It was just, you know, I, and again, this is the old guy, you know, I like, 
the more classic looks, that's fine. There's a really interesting blog called Uniwatch, 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 by I believe it's Paul Lucas. I hope I have the name right. And he is a much better. Oh, no, you're right. Yeah, Liam found it. So it was Bengals white versus uh, Bengals in all in... white, dolphins in all orange. But their helmets look like they should be switched because the um, yeah. in this picture, the uh, Dolphins player is chasing AJ Green, and AJ Green has the whole white jersey, white shoes, white everything, except his helmet is bright orange. And then the um, Dolphins player has orange jersey, orange pants, orange shoes, orange everything, except his helmet is white. And that's an odd little artifact that the NFL's rule, if I understand it correctly, is that you can only have one helmet design for the season. And I don't know if that is because they, I don't know if you're actually using the same physical helmet during the course of the year, or if they're using different helmets, like the actual helmet that you might wear. They might batch produce it. And then to me, that makes no sense because I don't see that as a safety issue because you could, it's a decal, the Bengals, it's an orange helmet, orange paint, and then black decals. So why not change up the helmets? I think it'd be cool if you could let the Chargers, for example, use a like throwback, this. yeah, throwback helmet, or let the uh, the Tampa Bay or New England or somebody like that who had a very distinctive. I mean, these are all way before Liam was even born, but teams that had a very distinctive helmet look once upon a time. You know, it's uh, seeing the you know the Steelers fine. You know, they they haven't changed their helmet in forever, but for the Bengals, it'd be fun to see a Bengals throwback where they actually had the old Bengals helmet that was a Browns helmet except it said Bengals on the side you know or the the Patriots with the little Patriot dude the Minuteman hiking a football or the the maniacal pirate dude for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers that was back when they were kind of the the Buccaneers were sort of a creamsicle look with that light orange and I don't know if it's a coincidence, but they went to like a silver, black, and orange motif, focused on, the, you know, minimize that like soft orange and, and all of a sudden started winning. Uh, but they were fun back in the day when you had Tech Mobile and the teams, they didn't have the original Tech Mobile didn't have the didn't really have the rights, I guess, to actually call the teams the teams. So they couldn't call it the Raiders. They would have the Raiders color scheme and they had the light rights to use the players. They had the NFLPA rights, but it they couldn't call the team the Raiders. It had to be LA. Yeah, Los there Angeles. are some games where it's like it'll have the players, and it'll so it'll be like, and it'll be like the Cincinnati Bobcats, <laughs> yes, or something. Which is funny. And the Bengals supposedly, I, I just I don't know if you do this, but um, the Bengals apparently Paul Brown chose that name because there had been, I guess, in the 1940s. It was a short-lived um, yeah. pro team in Cincinnati called the Bengals. I had always assumed it was because of our fantastic zoo we have a real cincinnati's got one of the best zoos in the country oh um i knew the Bengals. that was uh, funny i i did not know that until recently oh i didn't even think about the zoo i didn't i didn't yeah i have another picture of going back to like the different colored helmets it's the Bengals player in their color rush jerseys but the helmet is white instead of orange with the same stripes and i think it looks way better it just looks very cool i mean that Sets, if you're going to wear a black and white jersey with only your Nike logo in orange, why not make the helmet match? So let me ask you this, and following up on a similar thing. So it has taken me years to get... When I started watching, like my father-in-law is from England, 
huge West Ham fan. So I didn't grow up watching soccer uh, from anywhere else in the world. Just some of soccer jerseys are like, I don't know. They can be, I mean, it's, I, I'm not some an expert look, in those. Some look super modern and then some look like they're still from when they were in the 1950s yeah, or whatever. Probably, yeah. And I, I mean, but when I was a kid, it's, you know, of course we didn't have cable TV in my part of Ohio either. Um, but uh, the only like international teams or foreign teams is, you know, you might be able to catch some teams in the world cup. One of my grandmothers is from Italy. So we were at least aware that they played soccer elsewhere in the world. I played soccer growing up, but it was, you know, this part of the country, we were not getting, you know, Sunday morning football from UK. Um, so it was really strange for me when I started learning more about this, you know, I, my father-in-law of course is a soccer fan and one of my best friends when uh, in like my 20s same team mm-hmm, just so different looks one of my best friends still is he's from Sheffield so Sheffield United so we'd watch a ton of those games it always threw me that they had the big advertising logos just front and center on the jersey so you know Emirates you know or uh, I think West Ham went through they had a couple where they were like you know sports betting companies, things like that. Yeah. What would you think in the U.S.? What I mean, do you think the U.S. will ever move? I mean, it's not a question of if, it's a question of when, when they move to that. But whenever the teams, the jersey, like Nike or whoever is supplying them says, it says we're not getting enough publicity just being on this side or whatever, like we have to be front and center. That's a fair point. Like I used to think that, like the soccer team's logos were yeah like what i opened up the like soccer shop thing and like i i thought like the liverpool's logo was the standard chartered yeah, the, company yeah, thing. yeah exactly for the fighting standard charter companies yeah you're exactly right it's so strange and when you're not used to that like you know and i i you know, it's only a matter of time, obviously. And you make a good point that the you are exactly right. The uniforms already do have advertising. It's just maybe it's an, a Nike swoosh or, uh, you know, your logo for Under Armour or uh, Adidas or whatever. That's a good point that you have a little bit. But, you know, at some point, you know, you listen to a lot of baseball games and it's, you know, or even football games to, to an extent. But like, you know, you the but you'll listen to the baseball games and it'll be, you know, the first pitch brought to you by, you know, TQL yeah, or, the, or TQL logistics. Or the, they'll yeah. say, yeah, they'll say like that first down was supplied by Campbell's chunky chicken. <laughs> exactly. Things. Yeah. And for every pass to a tight end, the, uh, you know, Mike's car wash will donate one car wash to, <laughs> you know, so and so on in every, so, I mean, it got to be, you know, the reds, every it, sack they donate yes. one bowl of something another bowl of soup to exactly well and the reds were i don't know if it's still as bad as it used to I, maybe everybody else is caught up but the reds used to be kind of notorious for that where it would be you know everything was sponsored and especially at the start of the game you'd have just it would just be this interminable advertisement and that would get annoying but i get it because it's a revenue source and it seems like as a fan would i rather have to listen to all that or see the play, you know, see a guy on the field with a, you know, call it whatever, you know, a Google yeah, logo. Like soccer know. also doesn't really have the commercials though, like the NFL That's a fair has. Point. Like in the last five minutes of a game, it can take 
half an hour and 25 of those minutes will be commercials. That's a good point. And uh, I wonder what, I wonder sometimes if that's people who like, um, like my, again, my father-in-law from England, like he is not a baseball fan. And I, that's a good point because compared to, compared to soccer, baseball, you're basically resetting after, well, similar to football, but you're resetting after every, every um, pitch, you know, and you've got this. So I'm sure to him watching a game would be nothing but a parade of commercials, but you're right. And if, you know, you're watching footy and you're watching a, you know, you watch your West Ham game and all around the stadium, the, the boards around the sides have ads projected onto them and you've got some rugby matches. They'll actually project a, an ad like a logo or something onto the field. And the ball has their thing. And I think right now would be the best time for an ad break. This episode has been brought to you by the L news podcast network. The L news podcast network has two main podcasters and three um, podcasts in basically so and you're listening to the sports talk podcast on the l news podcast the l news podcast is mostly me and the three other people and we interview each other and talk for a lot and that's what made me a lot of episodes on here are and the sports talk podcast is a new thing that we're trying out with me and him that will be a different thing from the l news i just didn't want to create a whole new uh, podcast thing because I, I don't really want to go through the hassle of doing that again and we also have the one take podcast which is a whole different podcast thing you can listen to that there at anchor.fm slash one take l news you can listen to l news and these podcasts at anchor.fm slash l news and if you want to get in contact with any of those podcasts you can use the email l news podcast one at gmail.com and we will have our website soon that will have more information on this and stuff. So this episode has been brought to you by L News Podcast. You should go listen to all of them, and let's get back to the show. So we were also going to talk about how the pandemic might um, affect, like, sports leagues in the future. So Right, and it's my—I have another hot take here. So before the season even started— I think it was. Um, we need a hot take sound effect. We do. We'll have to create that. Yes, if we or if you edit one in later, I'll I'll, we'll, I'll create take. one while I'm editing this. Yes, thank you. Um, so before the season even started, so it was Jim Miller who now I think call he works for. I know he's got he's on Sirius XM's NFL channel. He I think works for a couple other places. Uh, why is it XM not FM? Because, uh, because they're it was extreme. Yeah, they were. <laughs> That's right. They were ext- well. Back in the day, there was Sirius and XM, and then they combined. So yes, because yeah. it was extreme, extreme. Uh, yeah. Anyway, they. Anyway, I don't yeah, have the guy on the Miller. So and he had he had quarterbacked for a number of teams, including the Bears. Um, but anyway, he said early in the season that you know, or before the season even started, that if you're setting up your team, if you're getting your, you know, how you want to set up, all the teams had to submit this how they're going to do everything. He said, the first thing you're going to do is you're going to pick your emergency quarterback, you know, your third string guy, whatever. And you are not going to let him near anybody else. You are going to make sure that you have a legit quarterback who 
you know, maybe he comes in after hours and he's not going to get the reps. He's not going to get that kind of practice. But he said the thing you absolutely cannot have just out of sheer negligence would be to have all of your quarterbacks out the same week with COVID. And then fast forward now. I'm reading from the ESPN's page. Breaking news sources. All three Broncos can't play versus Saints. Not all three Broncos players. All three Broncos quarterbacks. quarterbacks. I'm sorry. Yeah, thanks. So apparently all of the quarterbacks were in the same room, same meeting room. So one one guy has tested positive for COVID and the other guys, because of contract tracing, are now going to be quarantined So and have to self-quarantine. So basically they did not do what Jim Miller would have suggested from the beginning, which is take one of your guys and put them under glass. Just say, okay, you, you know what, if you're going to practice with, we're, if we have to hire random people to just be extra bodies. They're not even on our team, but you can throw the ball to them. Great. You know, if you just want to keep you guys up, but I find that just, it's incredible to me with so much at stake, with so much money, so much online, so many people's jobs on the line to fail at something that fundamental is just like, how do you do it? How do you not have that in your plan? I think like the place where I work, like, we had to sit down and actually work out, okay, what if so-and-so gets sick? What if so-and-so? So we had a plan that, okay, what if everybody who knows how to use a certain system is sick at the same time? How will we How will we do it? That would you kind can, of be our equivalent. You can hear more about his job on the One Take podcast. The episode is called um, Your Password is Weak. Yes, yeah. But it's just that to me, if I'm, the, if I'm a Broncos fan... You know, if I'm an advertiser who paid to be on getting a commercial on that game, if I'm the network that's broadcasting that game, I'm looking at these guys and saying, seriously, like you cannot, you you know, what did you, what did you forget? So Vic Fangio, who I have tremendous respect for as the coach, and he was the defensive coordinator before this for the Bears. Guy's incredible. But, you know, Fangio, the buck stops with him. And how do you? How do you not enforce this? I just do not understand. The quarterbacks, you know, it's like it or not. I mean, every play is going to go through these guys. So they have a, a they have a couple guys on the team who played quarterback in college or did other things. So they'll figure something out. Um, but that there's a big difference between taking a guy who's your third string and he's, you know, attending the meetings remotely. He's running the reps with somebody else. You know, he's sequestered. There's a big difference between that and then taking somebody who played quarterback in college and saying, okay, we've now got, you know, today's Saturday. We've now got tonight to teach you our offense from the quarterback point of view and get you, you're going to be, you know, who's going to call the protections on the line? Who's going to do the audibles? Who's going to do et cetera, et cetera. Is, does he know the, but does he know enough to, I mean, no, no offense against any of their players. He's, you're not, you can't play in the NFL if you're not, if, if you can't understand the offenses, there's no place for like idiots in the NFL. They wouldn't, you wouldn't make it if you couldn't mentally handle this stuff, but that's a lot to ask of anybody in basically a day to go from your position at receiver or running back and then turn that around and say, okay, guess what? You're now going to be, you got the coach talking in your ear. You're going to be reading the defense. You know, you're going to be doing all this stuff. So I to me that is that 
that's my hot take. That's just a fireable offense right there. What do you think? Yeah, they need to. Do you think? Yeah, they need to. NFL teams need to maybe like, yeah, have a quarterback, maybe someone who could be a running back or receiver, and then maybe two offensive slash defensive linemen, someone who could do both, and then maybe like a linebacker. Because like the receiver mm-hmm. guy could also be a safety or defensive. Sure. Which of course is, I mean, going back very old school was very common. And you've, you've done on your team as well. All of you guys, you guys all trained to play offense and defense. Um, but it's, it's interesting. I mean, if, if I'm a coach now for another team, I say, oh, you know, then I start picking out. If I have guys on my team who had quarterbacked in college or, um, you know, your Muhammad Sanu is a great example. The guy can, the guy can play quarterback, if, you know, get him in there into the quarterback's meetings, you know, get, make sure he's comfortable with the vocabulary, make sure he can call the, he can audible out of these things. Do you understand what the coach wants? You know, get prepared. Cause if you're not prepared, then, I mean, it's, you know, it's ridiculous. If you can't, you know, if they, if you can't field a quarterback, again, people are paying money for, to go to these games. That's just, I, I don't get it at all. Yeah. And another thing is if I end your hot take there. Yeah. I'm sorry. We'll have a hot take. We'll have a bucket of water thrown on the hot take or the uh, yeah, fireman well, Sam is coming a through bucket here. Bucket of water. Let's see. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, let's see. Um, well yeah. said. That's the kind of hot take you're going to get weekly here. <laughs> We're going to edit this out. Like, break. All right, well, and then next thing is, um, <laughs> I was trying to find a bucket of water sound effect. Um, next thing would be, do you think the pandemic could impact, like, con- if COVID stays around, maybe not as present, but still a thing for a while longer? Like, could that impact if the NFL wanted to be in, like, london or mexico city like it's already they won't have any games there but say they wanted to have a team there like they've been wanting to try to have that like i know the logistics are the logistics are hard but you are so right and that is a great point and i give liam you get all the credit for this that had not even that was i had not thought anything about that but you're right that and in our in our show prep you know, Liam, you mentioned the best example that we can look at right now, the Toronto Raptors, you know, or um, I just stole your hot take <laughs> or stole your thunder or um, in uh, like uh, the other breaking news is that Santa Clara County in, in, uh, in California is saying no contact sports. So there goes the 49ers and several colleges, Stanford's out there too. Um, there goes your basketball games. There goes your football games that will that make how long will this impact things but you're 100 percent right that if you, if the nfl there's been rumblings of a team in in london for example or if for they had a team in canada years. if yep. they had a team in canada like baseball or uh basketball yeah you're exactly right trying to get people back and forth across the the border and like the raptors might have to play in miami this year and yeah that will be wild to see the south we the south but the instead of we the north, but uh, you're right. And there's you know junior hockey in Canada or minor league baseball. I believe there are other 
there there are other well hockey actually the NHL in general I mean there's I mean that's that's a managing those because the Canadian government has every right to say you know what no we're yeah because yeah, they're going into big stadiums and lots of people and Megan and I my wife and I Megan's mom we were scheduled to run a marathon uh, for our wedding anniversary this year that started in Niagara Falls started in the U.S. ended in Canada. They canceled it because at the time the Americans were not allowed to cross. We would not have been allowed to cross the border. So you run halfway and turn around, I guess, you know, and for those of you not be as right. And you're going to have to envision. So those of you like listening to this, who have not seen me, basically what you can take from that is that I am a highly tuned athlete with just superior, superior, everything in terms of athletics here. Definitely. (laughs) If we have, if we have like, if, if we do like an animated version of this, we can. You, you I'll make you very buff. Yes, thank you. We appreciate it. Yes. That, <laughs> so, um, no, you're right, and that's a great point. If the international side of it has been while, I mean, even state to state. It, earlier this year, I was wondering how um, how they would go from state to state because we had within the U.S. It's extraordinarily rare. I don't remember any other time in my life where. We've had basically telling people from other states, don't come here. Like if you're from, and for example, in Ohio, we were, our COVID rates are high enough that there have been points during this year where we've been on other states, do not travel from, if you're from Ohio, we couldn't go, for example, to New York. I actually don't know if they legally could stop you from coming in, but you know, I have a friend who just went to Hawaii and she was quarantined for several days until she had a, a number of consecutive days with negative tests before she was allowed out of her hotel. Yeah. And so I'm going to end your hot take and I have our wire bucket sound effect here. So there, now I have that kind of sounds like our, somebody peeing, but well, it, it's either the, way it's, the fire is put out. It's the um, slow fire? pour water in bucket on Wii videos. If you, I just searched in water bucket. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> and so, so i have uh, more hot takes though well yeah we'll get our hot take sound effect in um uh what's what was i gonna talk about what were you talking about teams the logistics of teams um your own season yeah and it's like teams it's already really expensive for uh teams to go from uh what's it called the like like the like to go even just to london they have mm-hmm. to send a ton of stuff and yeah no and you're right there's... i remember there's always those discussions of teams bringing food for example or, which seems a little odd to me that well they you know but they there you still go. have to and they have to bring all their athletic tape and all their things and it which cracks me up and i i wonder how long before you know, if you're a, in English, if you're a soccer team, if you're Chelsea, if you're Tottenham, if you're West Ham, you know, how long before West Ham partners with, you know, the Raiders and says, okay, you can use our facilities. And that way teams might not have to bring all of their own gear. I assume that they have, you know, a lot of the same stuff. If you're, <laughs> if you're in Leicester City, they were the ones doing the, how do you say it? The, the frozen, the, Chirogenics, Chirogenics. How am I, I? I'm old. I don't know how it's said, but the I don't know. Yeah, they were doing oh, that the stuff. Oh, the Chirogenic. Yeah, 
Leicester City was doing that years before anybody in NFL was. And I, I was just saying uh, the thing, the NFL Logistics, Wendover Productions, a YouTube channel, has a really good video about the logistics of the NFL, which I'll link to in the show notes. We can you can look at i recommend watching it i I really like all their videos can i get another hot take in here real quick yes while we're wait let me get let me get us a hot take sound effect all right you can hear you can listen to um uh what's it called uh keyboard i think we just won a uh, emmy for this uh well they do not have any hot take let's see do we have like a fire starting thing uh Let's see here. Could you do some music first? Let me put on my headphones so I don't like. Yeah. So yeah, basically where this is coming from is the this hot take of this based on our discussion of um, teams in Europe. Here we go. Here's my. Uh, I get ready for my. Oh well, I was gonna go. Okay, so YouTube is now doing a commercial here because of course they are. I'll do another hot take. Uh, I, I have our hot take. Wait. What do you, what do we have? Hot take coming. Here, no, no, no. So I, I go up and I, I, I just search in fire starting because you were... You well, like this the... song is before you were born. Okay, that's real nice. And Liam is turning off my music. All right, so this is our new hot take sound effect. Let me make that sure. was fire starter. <laughs> that is awful. Okay, so <laughs> that's I, our... <laughs> I have two hot takes. That hot take is what on earth... <laughs> Is that like a that is fire truck battery start buzz? I just that is a it was either that one or this. Okay, we're gonna have to get somebody else in charge of the soundboard for next week. Well, I get to edit this show so I can put in whatever I want. Yeah, no, you gotta leave those. Those are so I like that first one, I like mine the best. So, this is my other. I can't, I can't find these pieces. Okay. So so um we're going so here's my other hot take. Right? Okay, I didn't know yeah. we were Okay. I, I didn't have a sound effect for you. Okay, didn't have a sound effect of just to start the applause. See, I can let me see. Do do you, I'm sorry if I was messing with the microphone settings while he was talking last time, so I'm sorry if it sounded a bit weird for it's gonna sound like you know what it's gonna sound like when I'm talking? Like it'll sound like this. Genius. Hello, my name is Bob. Let me put that back. That probably sounded really weird, and I'll have to edit that out. There you go. But... Perfect. Sorry about that. So there was a fantastic article from ESPN a couple months ago where they ran with this idea. We need, in the United States, the best idea that we can borrow from Europe in terms of professional sports is promotion and relegation. That if you are a baseball team, out. if you're a out. baseball team and you're terrible and you have no desire to improve and you're not, not saying that every team who gets relegated would be that way, but whether you're, pro, and I would even say ESPN had a great article about this for college football. And it is a fantastic idea because I look at a team like University of Cincinnati. You can't tell me that UC Bearcats would not be better than the worst team in any power five conference like is you see you put them on the schedule they've got a great stadium great fans great team 
Ritter, the quarterback this year, is he's going to play in the NFL. Yeah, he's he, they. Yeah, would they win the SEC in, this year? I don't know. No, they probably wouldn't beat Alabama straight up head to head. Yeah, they would. Would they beat the lower tier? They would, would they beat, beat the like, low guy? Would they beat your Vanderbilt? Whatever and all that? basketball school they have that used to oh, be good they, at basketball, but now it's just kind of there. Exactly. Oh well, I'm just just looking at college. You're right. From basketball, you're right. You see the same same thing. You can't Gonzaga, yeah, or whatever it's called. <laughs> but you, we need that. So ESPN actually laid it out that you'd have, you'd have, you could just realign everything, get rid of these. <laughs> Thank Sorry, you. That, that's just that sounds like somebody is at the door. So just forget these stupid, kind of forget these idiotic alignment issues where you've got West Virginia and the Big Twelve. It makes no sense realign it have regional areas and say okay you know what if you're you know if you're whatever you want to say pick a pick an underperforming ncaa power five football team kansas if you're kansas and you're just not cutting it in football you know what you got dropped well that's a good point and that doesn't mean that you're going to be down forever because purdue has had some great years but Penn if, State yeah. this year has not right. been doing that, that well. That would be an interesting – yeah. I mean, I think UC, UC versus Penn State, straight up. Who would you rather watch? Who would you rather support? Who would you pay to go see? There's no question. Who's going to have a – Who? which of those two teams would give Ohio State or Clemson a better game? Again, no question. So do that in the pros as well. You know what? And the, thing, the argument against has been, well, you know, the – at least on the pro level, you know, the facilities are such a difference in facilities that to me, that's a cop out. I, I, you know, if you're a baseball team, baseball teams are not drawing 90,000 people a game. You know, if you're drawing, you know, you got your, your Chicago White Sox, you're the Cincinnati Reds, you're, you know, Florida, whatever your team, you're drawing, you know, 15, 17,000, you know, maybe 12,000. You can't tell me that you couldn't, Put that in with you know the Dayton Dragons or the Columbus Clippers or you know the the uh, Gary Indiana. Um, they have a great stadium and we drive past it a lot. And I'm blanking on their team. Sorry guys, um, but they should that, use the. I don't know. All right, I have a hot take right now. Wow, and it's very long too. That, <laughs> yeah, that sound. I have my. Uh, it's only five seconds, but it sounds. So my hot take is: Do the fans in like game in stadiums, especially now, like the Bengals don't even have to do any like limiting yeah. fans, but for teams that might have to, like, do you think them they will like? Well, they obviously will because of money and stuff. But like, do you think that? There could be a world where there is like a hundred fans or no fans, and everyone would still like it better. Like, yeah, I like some people were still... saying that about the Thanksgiving Day Parade. Like the people who still tried to watch it, even though they weren't supposed to, kept saying, "Yeah, we should have watched it on TV because, like, it just was so much like you could see everything better." That is a great question because <clears throat> when I was in college at Ohio State. Going to those games was incredible because you'd have, or or would it I mean, be just those people? And well, not, that's the thing. Like, I mean, that's it's interesting, and that's a good point because it's going to an Ohio State, a state game. Like there were games when 
it would be so loud. I remember a game against Iowa that it was so loud in there that you could you could scream and you would not even know it. It it was like it would be like there was just it was, the whole place was shaking and that that's incredible. Um, but the last Bengals game I went to a couple years ago, um, you know, there were probably what would you say? Well, Liam was at that game. We were, it was um, Bengals versus Raiders. Um, see what is, uh, there were probably maybe 10,000 people in that stadium. I'd say more like 15. I don't know. By the end of the game, this is where, uh, one of the, one of the Bengals fans, um, the families had season tickets forever in this one particular spot. And they, they hang up a banner every, every week. And it's cool to see what they, and this, this, it was the week that they, their banner said, I like pizza because <laughs> there was just nothing to say about the game. And the place was just so empty that it was kind of like going to a preseason game. Because we've been to preseason games, too, where you're like, you've got like, hey, I've got an entire row to myself. I can spread my food out everywhere. I got nobody with their knees in my hitting my chair. I can put my feet over the seat in front of me. So I think that's going to be the issue. I think that you're going to start to see that. You know, going to an NFL game when it's when it's you know ten degrees out, and the Bengals are have been out of contention since mid September. You know, you could go to that game and sit there with you know seven or eight thousand other people, or you could watch it on TV and watch and, yeah. have your you know and switch over to see some other games. That's going to be yeah. a real issue because you are a hundred percent right. The awesome. home, being able to watch at home. Chances are you've got a really yeah. You chances we went, are you're gonna be more comfortable at home. And I'm just comparing like the so when we went to the Bears game, we went we also went to a Bears game. It was a preseason game. The place was it was packed like, mm -hmm. and that and like so if it if the Bengals during the preseason you probably have like like a couple thousand there, mm -hmm. and then yeah we also went to a Browns preseason game and I'd say it was like more than half the Browns game. Yeah. That's, know. you know, of those three, I think the Browns, it, well, the Browns game was, we were at the Browns preseason, I think was the third preseason game. So that's kind of the, the dress rehearsal. And that one was probably, they probably first energy stadium was probably about two thirds of the way full. Yeah. We were up there with some family and friends and, um, they, they were playing the bears actually. Um, and, uh, so you're rooting for the bears. Yeah. We were in our bears gear with all the, all the, with all the friends and family around us, um, <laughs> one of your uh, Megan's, you know, with Megan's cousins taunting us the entire time. Um, but yeah, it's, you know, they're going to, it's going to be a struggle. I mean, and there's a lot of, I think that's going to be a real challenge because if you want to go watch the game with people, it's, you know, over the next year or two, it's, you know, even if we have a vaccine that rolls out, I'll be curious to see how we look next spring, but you know, it's going to be really hard to make that call to say, I'm going to go downtown. You know, here we would drive down. If we were still in Chicago, we'd take the take public transit, transport, go to a game and sit around a whole bunch of people who may or may not have been wearing masks, may or may not have gotten the vaccine, may or may not. Well, I mean, are you going to say you can only go to the game if you get your vaccine? I don't see anybody doing that it's going to be really hard for me to say, okay, I'm it's to me right now. If my, if I could go down to a game, I love sports. 
But if my choice means if I go down and see that game, then I have to quarantine and not see my parents for two weeks. It's not worth it. I mean, it, you could do Bears, Bengals in the Super Bowl, and it would not be worth it to me to have to not see friends and family for a couple of weeks. Um, ask me that if the Bears and Bengals actually make it to the Super Bowl. Then we someday. might like then, you know, I love you, mom and dad. But, yeah, you can probably chill for a couple of weeks. But well, no, you probably wouldn't be able to even get into the Super Bowl, though. True. But they're going to do, and Jeez. so that's, yeah, I mean, but yeah, it's, no, and I think the other issue with that that's going to be interesting is that. That's another hot take right there. And I got another one right coming up. That's like the barber accidentally got your ear <laughs> with the little clipper things. And um, the other hot take would be what happens with, oh, yeah, that's a, that'll. I don't that, even know that, if that got That it. eardrum burst was brought to you by <laughs> Liam and his Nerf gun, so. If, I was sitting under the couch. So. so when we go to preseason games or even regular season games or whatever games, I typically will look around and see what kind of deal I can get on a resale market because it's, for example, that Bengals Raiders game, it would be very difficult to pay. And the Bengals won price. that one. Yeah, they won. They, you're right. But they were playing. Um, uh, they were, it was their backup quarterback. Um, I can't remember if it was who it was, but the point being, you know, if you're a preseason game, like, you know, if I am not going to pay full price, the same price for a, a ticket that I would during the season to go see the fourth preseason game where it's, I'm rooting for all these kids. I hope that these guys all make teams. I love it that they're getting their chance, but I'm not paying a hundred dollars a ticket to watch guys who the best case scenario is they make the practice squad. I mean, when I can go watch a local college game for, you know, I could go watch Mount St. Joe or Thomas Moore or something like that. I could go watch uh, those games for, and I know people who are not, okay. who are not from here. Here's my hot take that. So after okay. COVID, how are you going to get me back when into I'm the stadium? Play the hot take sound effect again. Right. So, you know, so what yeah. is your hot take? Like your summary of your hot take? My hot takes is grump, grump, grump. My hot takes is like your hot takes is my hot. <laughs> my hot takes include number one, you're a pro sports team. Don't make yourself look like a mid major. Number two, use your brain and don't put all of your quarterbacks sitting next to each other. Number three, if you do that and your team is terrible you should get relegated down and let some other team jump up and have a chance to play at that level. Number four, I'm not going to pay full price to come watch a bunch of like practice squad guys. And again, best of luck to okay. them. Tremendous respect, et cetera, et cetera. But yeah, grump, grump, grump. All right. So and now I'm going to um, pour, uh, end your hot take. Okay. That all right, so I just ended your hot take. And I'm going to start <laughs> my hot take, which my hot take, and I think this opinion isn't too far away, but my hot take is... That is just... That is... That that's, Joe that's Burrow is, is the awful. future of the Cincinnati Bengals quarterbacks if he can stay healthy. I added that because they don't have an offensive line. He's so gonna... what do you think? I mean, what's your take on that? Is it just bad luck that can happen to anybody? Or is it you're 
the Bengals the don't future. have an offensive line. So why is he throwing 70 times a game? Because, um, I don't know. Because they don't have that. Is that their, is that their best chance? of if So if you're Zach Taylor and your best chance of winning is having your franchise quarterback, rookie, have him throw it 70 times a game, even though your O-line is porous. Well, if they can't, if they can't have, if they don't have a good O-line, then their running game can't do it. But I think mm-hmm. Joe Burrow's a good quarterback, and if they can figure out their offensive line, he will be a good, he, he can be uh, like a, um, a he's going to be a, he's a stud. He's going to be a, he's going to be a top tier quarterback. I agree. Yeah. Do you think he, him, or Tua, whatever his last name is said, is like, whatever his last name said is like. Yeah, because we're the Midwesterners. We're like, what? Your name is not Smith? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Tua is going to be, he's going to be really fun like, to watch. I, they benched him again for yeah, Fitzpatrick. I mean, you know, the difference being that, difference being that the Bengals are just terrible. So, I mean, the... the the Dolphins have a shot where if, you know, has Burrow has not been great. He's had great streaks, you know, and he's also had stretches where he's played like a rookie, but the Bengals aren't contending for a playoff spot. But if you're the Dolphins, you know, and this is your first chance in 20 years to bury the Patriots in the standings, you know, you go for the win. Like if you're, if you're, again, if you're the Bengals, my take for Burrow would be why risk him throwing. I mean, if he might be your best chance to win, but great, you're going to win four games instead of two games. Congratulations! And because of that, you're going to get a worse draft spot, and you're going to get your quarterback in a lot more risky situations. But the Dolphins, I think, actually for a while had like a legit playoff, yeah, dream. You know, so like, if they're what are they? They're like six and three or seven and three or something, or maybe they're six and four. But then, and I think also some of that might be like the Patriots are not a team, and I'll get to Tom Brady on the Buccaneers later. But um, the like the Patriots. So say last year the Dolphins would have lost both of those games instead of them being six and four, they might be something like four and four. Or that's true. I, not, not, but the margin is so like, thin for them that they can, you know, the or Bengals, five and five, maybe the Bengals could, I mean, you could, could you say that the Bengals may have, you know, if, if the Bengals had had Dalton in there, would they have won a couple more games? Possibly just having that, maybe. having that, you know, veteran presence, but they weren't going to win a whole lot of games either way. Just. Okay. So the next thing we're going to be talking about is sports during the pandemic. So first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to talk about my experience playing sports in the pandemic, which I did earlier this. I did a football thing, and so I don't really have that much to say about this. A lot of it is um, basically since I'm obviously not in the NFL or a college team, uh, um, the thing like... I don't know. People they tried to make some things safer and some things were safer, but they they still like it wasn't like people still like didn't really wear their masks like when like sometimes. So it like when they were in the locker rooms. So it 
like they helped a bit, but if one person had gotten COVID, then everyone would have. Like, that's a good point. But you guys made it through the entire season. I mean, they had it was the football season and footballs. I mean, for those of you who are not listening in Ohio, Ohio deal and kind of yeah. So Ohio, Ohio youth football is a big, big, big deal. Um, and you know, I but this year I think so many kids opted out or for, you know were wary because this and like we were as Liam's parents. I mean, we were very concerned about the possibilities but i felt like overall the, the coaches did as good a job as you could ask um you the kid the boys did as good a job as you could ask i know me at that age would i have done better no i mean i would have been exactly like you guys i would have tried but there would have been times i'd forget um but i was really pleased that your entire season went off with nobody on the team got was held out for covid no. Well, yeah, some people were. Cause someone, well, they were contact tracing, though. No yeah, someone's was, sister think... got it. Oh, that's right. You're right. And then, but they were out for the last week of it, so mm-hmm. it didn't really. And but then... they, they got the, game, the season in. You guys played more games than a lot of college football teams are going to play this year. Probably Ohio State. Yeah, yeah. And then, so... Um, we were going to talk about also how the. So in 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 full disclosure, I am a huge Cam Newton fan. I'm a big fan of his. I think he's played well enough to get a shot starting and get paid next year. Do you think the Patriots though would have won more games with Tom Brady this year than they would have with? Cam? I think <laughs> you, you could really only say I only saw one game where I'd really say, yeah, Cam made a mistake, had a fumble. That. There, there are two, maybe three, depending on. But yeah, and I, I think they would have won way more games. I think, I think what happened was Cam Newton is a good fit for the Buccaneers, and Tom Brady is a good fit for the Patriots. That was a delayed hot take right there. Yeah. Well, I just almost leaned on the keyboard. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and pounding, pounding his fist. So yeah, and. And Bruce Arians is like, it's Tom Brady. Bruce Arians is trying to put Tom Brady in the Jameis Winston thing where you throw it down the field and hopefully you have a touchdown. Maybe you have an interception. It doesn't really matter. But mm-hmm. uh, but Tom Brady's not really like that, which is why they lost the game to the Bears. I agree. And then the Bears are now, what, five and six? They're going five yes, and one. Been, yeah, after that's they've been going downhill. But again, discussing offensive systems. So if you're Brady, I mean that's that's a good. I was just going to say. So I mean, it's with the the Buccaneers. I almost said Patriots, but the Buccaneers. It feels like their season is just done. Even though they've what they've won seven games or something, they're not having. I mean, they. I think they're not doing any worse than people really expected. But they're not going to win the Super Bowl. But it's interesting that you say, which is for a Brady-led team, the fact that Brady's on a team that is not even... They might they probably won't really make it to the divisional thing. That might be like Seahawks versus... So how do you, how do you fix the the Bucks If you're the owner, does, does Gladwell still own them? I can't remember. No, anyway, no. but it's if you're the owner, what do you do? If you say, I've got so much money in this, I've got arguably some consider the best quarterback in the who's ever played. He probably is. 
what do you, you know, uh, yeah, I don't know. That's the, you're forgetting about a hundred years of football there. No offense. Plus he went to Michigan. So he's got a strike against him to begin with, but he, um, you know, if you're the owner, how do you, how do you like, is there anything you can do at this point or is your, I mean, are you just going to be one of those like nine or 10 wins, maybe win a playoff game, but that's it. Are you, I mean, how do you, is that what you're paying all that money for? How do you fix them? I think you either have Bruce Arians. Well, here's my hot take. That was Bruce Arians being electrocuted. And I think you have Bruce Arians change the scheme to fit um, Tom Brady some more, or you get a coach that would. Yeah, that's – well, I agree with you there that it's basically you've taken the the worst part of Brady's game, and obviously the worst part of his game is still – I mean, him – the worst – him at his worst is still average, but you take, um, you take the worst part of his game and you build your – offensive game plan around that that to me doesn't make any sense that but I, I find that so incredible when I look at the NFL that it's so here's my hot take uh Here sorry I didn't I don't I didn't have uh, maybe we shouldn't be doing hot takes we might need to find a shorter sounder for that but okay so Generally no, it's, speaking, it's making the listening time go up. If we play that fifty times an episode. That's oh sure. Like, we next week is nothing but one continuous hot take for thirty eight minutes. So everybody talks about how yeah you know, two hundred and fifty seconds of fantastic. We might maybe you can edit those down, but they um everybody talks about how these guys put in these incredible hours and they're so smart and this and this and this. But it's not just Bruce Arians in. It's not just this scenario, but. The entire time of my like life, five minutes of, of fantastic. Sorry, I mean everybody talks about these guys being such geniuses and blah blah blah. But every year, there's teams where you look at it where you have like the Bears called a called a timeout out of a stoppage, out of the two minute warning earlier this year. Or no, no, no. I'm sorry, my mistake. Out of a successful fake punt, they got the fake punt. They converted, got the first down, and then couldn't get a play in and called timeout. You've got Bruce Arians, who seems completely unable to see what seems so obvious to everybody else. You've got coaches who have who are bad at time management, don't know when to call timeouts. Like, why is the coaching for the hours these guys put in at times? Is it just so incredibly difficult that no one is going to get all these things right? Or is it how do you get to that level and be that successful and be that good, but be completely unable or unwilling to just address the reality of what's going on in the game in front of you? So yeah. my, my hot take, I guess I would say with that is that, you know, everybody talks about coaches as geniuses and et cetera, et cetera. But my, my question would be that, you know, is it that the really good ones, is it, is Belichick, for example, just, does he look like a genius just because he's not bad at his job? Like he, because he's, at, he's not actively running a terrible offense because they're functioning, <laughs> you know, is it that he's not in this, you know, is, does that make him look like a genius or is there something about being a head coach that takes people like, Dick LeBeau, who's an amazing coordinator, or Bruce Arians, an amazing coordinator, and or Mike Patricia, or you name it. 
Is it something about yeah, Mike being Patricia a head coach? Just got fired, or yeah. Matt, what, we need that. a breaking news sounder too. Um, oh, no, I was just kidding. We do not need a. I, I'm, I'm worried about this. But like, I mean, are, are these guys? Is it just that is Belichick that Belichick that good, or is it just that? Wow. All right, I think we've... we've... <laughs> Breaking news is brought to you by Daft Punk. <laughs> All right, so there's my hot take. If you want to be an NFL coaching genius, then don't worry about doing anything genius-like. Don't worry about... Your what take? The... My hot take? Don't worry about being innovative. You don't have to be. You don't have to be Mike Brown. You don't have to be Mike Brown. Oh gosh, he's not you innovative. Don't have to be, you don't. Oh yeah. Oh, you don't have to be Paul Brown. You don't have to be Sam White. You don't have to be whatever. You just do not be terrible, and everybody will assume you're a genius just by not screwing up your timeouts. Yeah. And that shouldn't be the case. Yeah. Like, so how does it? I mean, how how do people get to that level and they're unable to to function like that? Well, I think some of them is like with the Bears one. They just didn't think that they were gonna do. They were gonna convert it. But why run and it then, then if you don't think you're gonna convert? Yeah. And then so we. And then also another thing that just I just got reminded of was some people next to us are having a um like a tackle fight or whatever. (laughs) And and so their tackling looks almost as bad as the Bengals where it's like one of them stops, the other one just kind of runs in and hopes to fall (laughs) over on top of them. Yeah, Yeah. like one of them just slid, the other one just falls on top. The the Bengals, yeah, watching the, as 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 someone who grew up watching football, and in full disclosure, I did not play in high school. I was way too skinny. I obviously did not play for college. I did not play at Ohio State. Um, I was not always the model of fitness that I am now. (laughs) But yeah, the to the watching the I mean yeah, this has been talked about a million times. O line, whatever guys don't get to practice as much, whatever. But the inability of guys to tackle in the NFL is just unbelievable. The Bengals, I always call this out, Liam's team, things like that. That guys would just basically run up and bump somebody and figure that would count as a tackle and not use their arms. And I just cannot fathom trying to tackle somebody without using my arm. Hot take. If you want to be a genius as a defensive coordinator, you want to be a... That'll be the hot take sound effect. Okay, good. Def Punk brings you the hot take. You want well, to be actually, a... No, you're, 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 wait, is that the same one? They're all the same on here. One of those for our Cincinnati listeners. One of those that was on for just a split second sounded like the uh, uh, sounded like a Van Lunen's commercial from uh, yes, this one from the early '80s, a Van Lunen's um, Christmas sale commercial. Is it that? Come in and get your newfangled VCR. Yes. Okay. So, yeah, you want to be a genius defensive coordinator? Our, our our first item of merch that we'll have. 
it will be a VCR. Yeah. <laughs> we can sell fanny packs. I'm sure that those would sell like. Well, and if you want some L News merch, there's no um, sports merch yet. It is at teespring.com slash stores slash L News podcast. And you can get a sweatshirt, a hoodie, and a sticker. And there's also uh, there's also some more stuff that we're working on. So so yeah. So we'll, Look for we'll us, have we're, to... we're planning to partner with Tom Brady's TV12 at some point once we establish our uh, once we establish one. Basically, we're getting to a point where you know we want him to come to us. It, it, he wants our fanny packs. Yes, who it's they're they're very pliable. Let's yeah, let's see. What do we have that we can what do you think we want? Oh what what? Okay. Let's see here. What do we have? We gotta keep up the level of hot takes because if I can't keep up on hot takes, I'm gonna get relegated to another. Do you want some do you want some uh do you want some leggings? Yes. I need more leggings. I need leggings. I need leggings. Oh, we with, can have a um, wall tapestry, a shower curtain. Those could be one and the same, depending on your decor. I mean, really, what's the difference in a wall tapestry and a shower curtain? Yeah, fanny pack accessory pouch, which I means accessory. The accessory pouch looks just like a purse without so a handle. Is that like, could you then turn that into like a utility belt? Like if you had enough... Could you yes. could you use enough? And we'll, you... we'll also sell duct tape, and it, it's yes. a, it's you you buy it in parts. It's like it's yeah, like, modular. It's yeah, ta it's tactical. It's how the next iPhone will come. Yes, you'll just buy a, a bucket of parts, and you'll have to hire like an underage worker from another country to, to come in and work thirty hours a night. Five hundred <laughs> bucks an hour. Yeah, I was looking because. I also have my other podcast called One Take, and I was looking for keyboards. So I go up. Like I've heard good things about the Apple like keyboards that they have with their Macs. So I go to their site to see how much they cost, and it's one hundred and thirty dollars for just the basic one. Hot take: that is getting swindled by business. If you're paying one hundred and thirty dollars. For a keyboard, the mouse was a hundred, and it's a, a worse mouse than this. So if you're getting a, if you're spending two hundred thirty dollars plus shipping plus tax on a keyboard and mouse, then you are gonna love the utility belt that we have designed, where we start with the L News fanny pack. Well, no, it'll be sports. Enough. It'll have it'll have a picture of Tom Brady on it, so that he'll notice us. That yeah, I think we could do it's. Yes, yeah, so if you want to walk around with a a picture of Tom Brady <laughs> hanging out your comically oversized, like looking like a comically oversized belt buckle, if you're like me and you wear your fanny pack under your beer gut, Tom Brady would basically be staring down at the ground in front of you, forlorn, looking like Bruce Arian has just told him to we'll launch the, another 90-yard pass. We'll do the picture of Tom Brady putting up the four fingers where he, when he, like his, like the four when in the Bears game where he thought it was... Oh, where he where he's through yeah, exactly yes and don't forget you can make your own utility belt with this where you can do do you need the fanny pack or can you just buy the accessories, like, the accessories uh, well then he wouldn't have the belts thing but could you use your own belt or do we want you to go with that well yeah, we we'll want do, you to go with that we'll do this picture right here 
Oh yes, <laughs> which is it's it's a dejected Tom Brady, which is almost as good as a smoking Jay Cutler picture. We'll have both. We'll have both. We'll have both. So yeah, so basically, in your utility belt, you're gonna have you you're gonna have your workout TB12 workout gear, including the resistance bands and we'll things get like some that. Food too. Yes, we're gonna. Have, it's gonna be completely vegan. It's gonna be like it, yes, it'll be all of that stuff. You are. We'll also have tote bags that you can carry around your TB12 cookbook in. You can look for our cookbook, the L News Sports Here we go. cookbook is going to be coming look? up pretty soon. And just like, uh, we're, for those like of you best. listening are going to love this. Oh, so what we have here is, it, so basically it looks like, so it's a white fanny pack, I guess, from the front with a picture of a forlorn looking Tom Brady. He is, he's carrying his helmet off to the side and he's staring at the ground. He appears to be walking off after an interception or loss. But what's funny is that from farther away where I'm sitting, it kind of looks like um, sunglasses almost, like like white Oakleys or something, and that's kind of in the middle of it. Or it would be like a – it would be some sort of strange – so the issue with a pure white fanny pack, though, is that if you're wearing, as I do, a white nylon outfit that I wear when I go mall walking – you're not going to be able to tell where the fanny pack starts or ends. So basically, people are going to be wondering why there's a de why there's a dejected picture of Tom Brady just stuck like a sticker onto the bottom of my beer gut. Wait, I'm making it uh, better. Let me. I'm adding some good branding on it. Uh... And for those of you listening, again, I'm going to emphasize for those of you listening. I'll oh, do yeah, my best to just this. I'll just be I'll do my best to describe this. So again, the fanny pack would getting back to something we discussed earlier when I was here we young, go. How's this then? <laughs> oh, well, that's see, this is better branding. So now we have a white fanny pack with a black zipper. I forgot to mention that before. So it kind of looks like it has a unibrow. Like imagine <laughs> like imagine like um Terminator's Terminator Two sunglasses with a unibrow, um, and dejected Tom Brady on there with TB12. So, um, Liam is going to put a take a picture of this. To I'll use. put it in the show notes or something. Yes. Yeah, so if I don't, if I if they if they for some reason say that I can't have that, how could you? Yes, exactly. If they yes, if if the TB12 people shut this down. So when I was young and everything was extreme and we were all wearing neon colors and giant oversized things, um, if you uh, want to get a look at what fashion was like, what my ideal of fashion would have been, Google the uh, video for Epic by the band Faith No More. And basically that is your, that's your 90, early 90s fashion kind of thing that I'm aiming for. Um, that if you had the fanny pack in a neon color, what did you say it was called? The band is called Faith No More. The song is epic. If you check that video, you're going to see some serious fashion. And uh, if you had like a backwards baseball cap and the fanny, of course, they didn't have those in the video, of course. So and again, now, and, and we just got closure. copyright claimed right yeah, there. Yeah, we got. Yeah, I think we just got cut it, cut it off just short of that. So buy so our TV twelve fanny pack. You know how everybody has their interior monologue in the background of my mind. That song is just playing when I walk into a room everywhere. And we're here too. And yes, our um. The L news. The L. Uh oh, now there's some. 
So now I'm I'm attempting to try to find a um a hot take here, but we're not gonna. You know what? No, I'm not going to. Um, I'm not gonna. Oh, this is fantastic. So I'm looking. I didn't know this thing existed. So the Wii video you can apparently no, look, look for. It is my school thing, so don't look yeah, at it. Yeah, so Liam just came flying over. I, I turned his laptop to be able to see what's going on. He well, came leaping over. Thing. I was already doing put something in he it. He leaped like... over two people and a chair to grab the laptop. Like, don't look at that! So, mental note, look at that well, laptop later even, on. This isn't my laptop. It's, it's Ellie's. It's... Oh, that's true. It's even, yeah, it's okay, yeah. So I have a laptop. Okay, so... Oh yeah, That's next uh, next news. next next thing is is um uh do you think that the Saints should be starting Taysom Hill instead of Drew Brees? Yeah, I think that's an interesting question because Brees, the last we heard, he's got. I mean, instead of uh, what's what's his name? Uh, the guy who throws thirty interceptions, Jameis Winston. That is an interesting question. See, I would have before before this past week. I mean, I, I get it that um, Hill won, but I would have gone. Excuse me, I'm sorry. I would have gone. You're gonna have to edit out the fact that I yawned during my own hot take. I would have gone for Winston. I think that overall, I mean, I think that Hill got away, and he would probably agree with this. He got away with some bad throws. Um, I mean, the, the kid can play, but is that sustainable? And this is my old guy hot take coming up. All right. I don't have the sound thing open. These, I would classify him in as a gadget QB. And things look great for a while, but it has never yet worked. Whether you're talking about Tim Tebow, whether you're talking about the Wildcat formation, whether you're talking about... If you go back to somebody like Slash Stewart, Cordell Slash Stewart, the guy could flat out play. I mean, he could play quarterback. So he, I do not consider him a gadget quarterback. I would not consider Lamar Jackson a gadget quarterback. I would not consider a lot of these guys. But I think the issue with Taysom Hill is that if you, if you took Lamar Jackson and said, you are not allowed to run the ball, if you took um, – if you said that that's just it, that's out of the plan, the, the kid's still going to win the game. If you take Taysom Hill and you say, we're not going to, there's, you have no chance of running. You're just, whatever the team's going to figure out. I just, I don't know. Is he good enough just throwing the ball? So Winston is, is he great? I don't know. Is he Drew Brees? No, he's never had that level of accuracy, but you know, playing in this offense with that quarterback, I would love to see what Winston could do. We now orange. have an updated orange fanny pack. And on the back, it has, it won't show us in this picture, but that image right there is this image. That would be Tom Brady holding up four fingers. That would be a Tom Brady holding up four fingers, signaling that he thinks it's fourth down when he's actually being, he should, he's walking off the, the field. Oh, that my nice pen. So. <laughs> We have a question from the audience. Thank you. We have a question for the audience of what. And if you would like to, take. you would if you would like to send us a question, you can send it at lnewspodcast one at gmail dot com. Lnewspodcast one at gmail dot com. Lnewspodcast one at gmail dot com. 
you can say something. And we're the one butt referring with our right, butt. Okay, okay. So, <laughs> no, no, Danny. No. So a hot take for no. those of you who are new to the, the parlance. A hot take is a strong opinion. It doesn't matter whether it's right or wrong, but it's an opinion that is that I'm saying just to get people talking about it. So I might say, I might say that. Um, that uh let's see i'm trying to think of a hot take that i can go with here that um i'm trying to think of something that i don't like that a lot of people do like things that i do not understand. what is what would be something that i Caroline, what would be something that i don't like that everybody else seems to like other the, than seahawks the seahawks dirt yes. yeah. okay then well i think this episode is oh, we might be done this episode we're already at over an hour and 15 minutes of this do you think, and so any of you who have actually listened to all of this, like uh, on regular speed, I salute you. Well, I'll, I'll make it, I'll make it sound good getting off the background of poops, but good luck. Uh, so, and so remember you can email us lnewspodcast1 at gmail.com. Uh, you can listen to the other podcasts, L News and One Take. And you, and this podcast will be marked on the L News podcast feed as season two of the podcast and it will have at st in front of it st st one will be this one and so that's how you know it's the sports one the other episodes will have l news episode whatever and then the title and then what do you think the title for this one should be i think this one i mean i i think i think caroline's question what is a hot take uh maybe just hot take